You're listening to Spark Hustle Flow, the podcast that teaches money pros to launch, grow, and yes, even scale your virtual financial service business. And I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and get started. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. We're on episode 11. Wow. I can't believe we already have this many episodes in the bank, and I am so excited. Now, my special guest this week is a sales page designer with 20 years of experience in UX design and art direction. Sarah Guillo, or Sarah G for short, has designed sales pages, site architecture, purchase experiences, and advertising on multi-million dollar campaigns and different websites like Eddie Bauer, Microsoft, GoDaddy, and T-Mobile. I wanted to bring Sarah on to talk with me today about building your financial services website on the Squarespace platform, which is totally doable, by the way, because I've been an admirer of their beautiful designs and the ease of creating something that's absolutely gorgeous at the same time, because who says your bookkeeping, your tax, or your accounting website needs to be ugly, boring, or all corporate looking anyway, right? I mean, we're not still stuck in the 80s or the 90s with these bland, boring websites. And I know for me that as a logical, linear type of thinker, translation, I'm not visually creative or artistically gifted or anything like that, but it's kind of hard for me to imagine just how to combine the beauty with the more formal messaging around money and finances into a website. And I knew that someone like Sarah, with all of her brilliance on both the front end, visually attractive side of websites, and on the back end with the coding and the techie stuff, I knew that she'd be the perfect person to talk with today. So why don't we just get on with it and wrap up this episode intro and go ask Sarah how you can design a more beautiful financial website using Squarespace. All right, let's go do it. Hey, Sarah, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast and talking with our guest about uh, using Squarespace, even for accountants or bookkeepers. (laughs) I'm loving it already. My pleasure. Yeah, so um, I know that we started off by sharing uh, information about you in, in the bio and the introduction piece, but why don't you take a moment and tell us a little bit about Sarah G in your own words? Sure, yeah. Well, I spent 20 years in corporate working as a user experience designer, and um, I one of the big things that I did a lot was to work on sales pages, and that was fine for a while, but I had this dream of having my own entrepreneurial venture. And (laughs) I finally got the courage to step out and leave corporate. And I thought I was going to have this Etsy business, but that did not pan out. And I was like, Hmm, actually maybe doing design work for hire, like I used to do in corporate, wouldn't be so bad if I get to choose my clients. So I headed back into the services business, doing design work um, and sales pages specifically for coaches and course creators. And I am just really loving it. (laughs) 
That's so awesome. Yeah. And I'm glad that you actually said user experience because in your intro piece, it I referred to UX design and I mm-hmm. had always wanted to know what UX stood for, but <laughs> I'm assuming that's user experience, right? That That's correct. I remember my awesome. first interview for a UX designer job and I did not know what UX stood for. And the, <laughs> the guy was asking me questions. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. And I had to go look it up later. <laughs> <laughs> and and so when you say user experience, so is is that referring to sales pages? Talk to me a little bit about what that really is. Yeah, so my role in corporate as a UX designer was, it could be anything across the website. And I basically am coming in and trying to advocate for the site visitors. I'm trying to anticipate, oh, when they land on this page or they're looking at this product, How do we need to show things to them? How do we need to communicate things to them so that they understand what's going on? They know where to click. And then ultimately we get sales. So that definitely plays into sales pages, but also anything really to do with um, website design. So that brings a really interesting point up when you talk about sales pages in in the corporate space. I had never heard of a sales page while I was in corporate. I never, I'd never, my first introduction to that term was once I became an entrepreneur. So in my mind, I was thinking that, you know, companies like lead pages, you know, were the forefronter, you know, forerunners of, of a, the term sales page. So when I think of corporate websites, I never think of like a sales page that I would see for a small business or an entrepreneur type of business. Um, mm-hmm. How long have they been around? Oh gosh, my, my whole career really. Um, okay. I mean, you know, and people don't necessarily, unless you're working in the marketing department and in the web design field, you're not necessarily going to hear the word sales page. You probably have heard landing page or web page or just thinking about the website in general. So they existed, but a lot of people don't really know what, you know, the term sales page actually means or how that's different from other kinds of pages. Okay. Okay. And so how long have you been, uh, how, how long has it been since you've actually left corporate at this point? Oh, gosh. Um, I think it's been three years now. Last year threw me off. Cause you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's like, just let's throw all of 2020 yeah. away. If we can. I'm like, do I count that? I, should, I probably shouldn't say that. Cause there were tons of great people born in 2020 and That's a lot true. of good stuff happened in 2020. So mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't say that, but okay. So around three years. And so since that point, um, you, you thought you were going to move into the Etsy space and, Mm -hmm. but you've been designing websites and sales pages, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was, when I left corporate, I had already started this Etsy business. I was designing these special Photoshop files that were for a super niche Etsy audience, which was Etsy shop owners who sell, um, customized like water bottles and tumblers. So oh, okay. I gave I gave them a way to use a this Photoshop file to create the image of what they were selling, which is really hard for them to photograph because it's shiny and round and stuff. So it was like these special mock-ups where they could say, oh here's my design. They drop it into the file and it like wraps itself around this cup or glass or 
whatever okay. was, was in there. Yeah. So it was, that it was makes super sense. niche and specialized. Um, yeah. That makes sense. I remember when I first wrote my book, uh, that was one of the types of the idea that I was looking for in order to take the, the cover art for my book and mm. overlay it onto um, like a visual or digital format for the book. So sort yes. of the same amount. It is. Yep. That's okay. another, they're called mock-ups and it could be on a book. It could be on a glass. It could be gotcha. a computer screen. So yeah, super useful. <laughs> and then, so how did you find yourself designing again for websites and sales pages? Yeah. So I had that that Etsy business and I had created a group and I created a course and I was really struggling to sell this course for like $300. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was not paying any bills. So I, I was in a coaching group and somebody's like, Hey, Sarah, have you thought about, you know, doing design for hire again? I was like, I don't know. I feel so burned out on it. And they said, but you're so responsive and caring. I think you'd be really great at that. So I just decided to give it a try again And I had forgotten how much fun it was and how natural it was and doing services. You can actually, someone will pay you, you know, over a thousand dollars for something where they're just like, they, they really hesitate to pay $99 or $300 for a course. So it was just a much more efficient, faster way to do business and back to my zone of genius. So it feels really comfortable. (laughs) Right. And a, and an easier way for you to, uh, to support yourself, right. Instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, um, you know, hope and beyond hope that you get enough people (laughs) to pay you $99, (laughs) you know, to, to where you'd have a good month. That makes perfect sense. And so, um, so when, if you were to compare the, the web design piece of your business to like the, the sales page mm-hmm. piece of your business, is it, is it pretty balanced out? Do you do about 50, 50 of your revenue in each, or do you do more sales page design uh, projects than you do actual website? Do you do full website design projects? I guess I should yeah. start there. Yeah, okay. I, I, I do do those as well. So so far how it's broken out, I would say it's been like, I'm putting myself out as a sales page designer and that that's my specialty, but the way it's kind of rolling out, it's probably been more 30% of what I do has been sales pages in the traditional sense. I, I have people who come to me, they're like, I'm launching, I need my sales page done up. And by the way, can you do the rest of my website? Or they say, um, you know, I need my homepage recreated or my services page. And they might think that that's a sales page. That's not technically what it is, but um, I would kind of lump that into the general website category. So it's been kind of a mix so far. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so I think what I read uh, on your webpage when I was doing a little bit of kind of my (laughs) (laughs) pre-stalking, my my research (laughs) before the podcast interview um, is that on the web design side, you only work in Squarespace. So you don't do any work on WordPress, right? I work in Kajabi, Squarespace, and Lead Pages, and that's correct, not WordPress. I found WordPress very difficult to use personally and just didn't work with my brain <laughs> the way those are. Okay, that was my question is like, why, how did you come to that decision to not work uh, on, on WordPress? And that's coming from someone who my, my site is a WordPress site. And so um, I, I was just curious to know if, if you had some secrets that we should, be, <laughs> we should all be aware of. 
yeah, I think when I first um, left corporate, I started with a WordPress site and um, I found myself, and for me in particular, I want things to look a certain way. It was very important that as a designer, it, it looks nice. Um, and I was struggling so much <laughs> with my WordPress site. I could not make it look the way I wanted it to look. And then I learned about Squarespace and I wouldn't say it was intuitive to learn how to use it at first, but once I had taken a couple little like YouTube <laughs> video courses, I got in there and then it was so easy. It was just mm. like, it, it instantly looks beautiful. I didn't have to worry about plugins. Um, I felt like I was always worried about security and hacking issues on WordPress, but I never have to like update Squarespace. It just works and it just looks great. <laughs> it made it really easy for me to actually start creating content instead of struggling and struggling with making it look good. That's so interesting that you say that because you, so you said you didn't have to worry about hacking issues and you said that it, it instantly looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I will say that it took me a really long time to find the WordPress theme that I felt like looked good because I had seen Squarespace sites, but, and I think we've talked about this in the past that my idea for Squarespace sites for the people who use Squarespace sites were that it was for creative people. It wasn't for, you know, people who were in the service industry or who were very technical uh, or kind of like linear thinkers or, mm -hmm. you know, that provided the types of services that I was providing. And so I, I just, I didn't feel like it was a good fit. And I definitely want to talk with you more about that. Uh, but I did eventually find a WordPress theme that that kind of made me feel comfortable. So I used the Divi theme on, on WordPress, which mm -hmm. makes it a little bit easier for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it still is not a beautiful, flowy, <laughs> creative, <laughs> artsy, like Squarespace site. And I mean, I've seen some beautiful Squarespace sites out there. And so, um, yeah, I... Uh, I sort of kind of wish that I had found you a long time ago and before <laughs> I, you know, spent as much time as I did building my site. But um, so, so the hacking piece of it is interesting as well, because on a previous site that I had, I was actually a victim of, of hacking oh, and, no. and I didn't know it until I actually sent the link to my oh. site to someone oh. else. <laughs> And it was heartbreaking oh, to yeah. receive that message back that your site, you know, is bad. And, and for me, I'll be honest with you and, um, and, and tell you what really happened. So I, I shared the link in a Facebook post mm. and it was on a post that uh, there were, there was a lot of engagement on the post. And one person came back and said, you know, the link was bad. Don't click it. And it was just an embarrassing moment for yeah. me, right? Oh, because it made me feel like, did do they think that I'm trying to do this <laughs> on purpose <laughs> oh, <no>. or what, <laughs> you know? Um, and then I couldn't find it. Like, so I would go to my site and it would look fine, but oh. other people would go and it was sporadic. It wasn't always the same, but then, you know, some people would go and all of a sudden there were like gold coins dropping down from, oh. the, you know, <laughs> I don't know how it ever happened. And, and, and so it's, 
it's amazing that there's you don't have to worry about that sort of thing with Squarespace. What's the what makes that the difference between the WordPress site and Squarespace? You know, I, I honestly don't know. Um, it was something that somebody else had told me too. They're like, I'm tired of, you know, feeling like I'm going to get hacked or having to update things. So I just go to Squarespace because it's easier. And then I've been on them for years and years now, and I've never had a single issue. So it just And you never have to safe. update. Nope. You don't no plugins no or anything like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it does. Hmm. So I don't want to give WordPress like a total bad name because I do have designer friends who swear by it and they they like hate Squarespace and they love WordPress. There's ways to make WordPress look great. Um, but it, the the burden of like the updates and all that, I find that for my clients, they don't want to deal with it. They're like, I have other things to do. <laughs> I just want something that I feel comfortable. I can update or not update that I can like put more blog content up there or I can add what I need to add and it's just always going to look good and right that your your updates are front-end updates versus kind of like back-end type of updates yeah yeah because I actually have a reminder on my calendar that hits twice a month Mm -hmm. check for you know plug-in updates and make sure you run everything I (laughs) don't allow myself to ever miss an update anymore Yeah, wouldn't it be nice to not have that reminder anymore? <laughs> it, it would be so amazing. So you definitely have given me something to uh, to consider here. So again, I always thought this Squarespace was for creatives, but mm-hmm. let's talk about how money pros, you know, accountants, bookkeepers, tax professionals, uh, it's can we utilize something like Squarespace and have a beautiful site that's still uh, compliant? with a lot of the regulations that we are forced to adhere to, as well as, you know, educational, um, you know, that we don't get kind of lost in the, in the beauty of the site, (laughs) but that we still can convey the message that we need to convey, you know, to our clients and potential clients. Yeah, it's, I would say it, it, you don't definitely don't have to be um, a creative or designer or an artist to use it. Um, it's sometimes people get tripped up if they're looking at the templates that are available. And really when you have a template, you can make it look like anything. But if you see this artist template and you, you liked the layout, but you're like, no, that's for artists. That's not for service-based business owners. You might think, oh, not for me and move on. But really any content that you put in there works. And I am, you know, obviously I'm a designer. I am a creative, but I'm also a service-based business, just like your audience. So it's um, really easy to run a service-based business in there because for one thing, um, Acuity, Squarespace bought Acuity. So if you already had an Acuity account, it still works with Squarespace, but you can also use it like directly inside of Squarespace. So it integrates really well if you want to, you know, book calls and take payments through there. Um, and you have the ability like in the navigation at the top of the page, you know, where you have the links to all your pages, you can put a button up there. So that's what I do. I have a button that says, you know, book now. So it makes it really easy for people to book time with me. As far as compliance, I don't really have a lot of knowledge in that area. So that's a great question. I was looking up recently uh, about HIPAA compliance inside of Squarespace. And I, I think what I read in their support section was that you have to use an outside company. And I don't know if that was for the scheduling portion 
or not. So you, you might end up having to work with some outside company, but you could still have the main body of your sales page or of your website on Squarespace as far as I know. Okay, good. And so one of the things that I, I do like about my WordPress site is the knowing that I can build sales pages in the theme that I use without having to use a third party, like a lead pages mm-hmm. um, or Kajabi or, you know, whomever else. I don't have to use a third party site like that. Uh, is that possible with Squarespace, Squarespace sites as well? Yes. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. It, it absolutely is. I have a client who I had built her Squarespace site. She's at courageandclarity.com. And um, when we first started out, we she was using lead pages. So I had built her some sales pages in there. But I was like, you know, we could simplify this. Maybe you wouldn't have to pay for lead pages if we pulled it back into Squarespace. Um, so I set her up basically a template in there. And then every time she needs to make a new sales page, she's able to just duplicate that page. Um, so that is another really nice thing about Squarespace is that you can, you can build your sales page right, right in the platform naturally. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that idea because one, you, it saves you money, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's, it, it, you know, one less platform that yeah. you have to pay a subscription <laughs> for, you know, all, all the better. Uh, and then two, that it's native and everything, you know, is together. I guess the only concern that then I would, I would have is, do you run the risk of if your site is down, everything is down at mm-hmm. one time? I, I mean, I, I guess that's a risk that, you know, each individual business owner would have to assess and, and determine whether, you know, yeah. it's a risk that they want, they're willing to take or not and make sure that they have some process in place that they could quickly get their site back online if they ever have a problem. So, Mm -hmm. which brings me to my next question. How often do Squarespace sites go down and like, what would be some of the reasons that you would have, could have that problem? And is it different for Squarespace versus WordPress? Um, so, I was on Squarespace for years and years and I never noticed it going down ever. And then when I started building for clients last year, um, they had some outages, I would call it like probably three times in that, in that year. And I, for one, I felt that that was unusual. It might've also been because I was freshly building these sites for people. Um, but they they've been updating. They had this old version of Squarespace, which was, you know, 7.0. And then the new version is 7.1. So I have a feeling it might be related to that. Um, But when it was down, it wasn't down for more, I mean, maybe a day max. And there's actually like a, there's a URL. I can't remember what it is that you can check if you're, if you think what's up with my site, I feel like it's down. You can check and see, what the status is, they'll be like, we're working on it or, you know, estimated that it's going to get fixed in so-and-so time and you can kind of keep track on it. But those instances where it was down, it didn't last very long. So I feel pretty good about it. I don't know, having not been on WordPress for so many years, I don't know the stats there. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I have a couple of more questions for you. Um, 
in regards to to Squarespace. But before I ask those questions, I I like to play a, a game where my audience gets to know my guests outside of their business. And (laughs) so I ask a few questions and I try and put that in the middle of the interview uh, or the conversation. And so can we do that now? Yeah, sounds fun. I promise you they won't hurt. And there (laughs) is no right, there is no wrong answer. (laughs) But, and and I'll, I'll keep them brief today. So, all right, let's jump into it. So my first question for you is, Can you tell me what you think the best present is that you've ever received? Yes. um, That is a day by myself away from the family. (laughs) That's usually what I ask for, for my birthday every year. I'm like, Oh my God, everyone. I'm leaving. I'm going to go do whatever I want. Go to the movies or. You're, you're, you're brilliant because you just actually answered another question that sort of answered another question that I have, but I'm going to save that one till last and and you'll see what I mean. Okay. So a day away from the family. I love it. All right. So what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh, um, cookie dough. Okay. Okay. I am a uh, chocolate chocolate chip person right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Haagen-Dazs. I will tell you that I only eat Haagen-Dazs. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, that, like I I can eat most flavors of Hagen dazs but I will only eat the brand. Yeah, you gotta have your standards, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so do you have a favorite TV series or show that you binge watch? Oh my gosh, so many! I watch so much TV. <laughs> How can I choose? You know, at night when the kids are asleep, I'm like, what can I watch? That you know. It's probably super inappropriate for them to watch. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, no, I can't. They're they're all blurring. It's too together. many to choose from, right? They're all blurring together. Um, I'll tell you, I just finished. As a matter of fact, yesterday, as of the recording of this podcast, but yesterday I just finished binge watching Game of Thrones for the second time, mm. and mm. I had never binged a series twice. And what I thought was so interesting about that was there were so many things that I missed the first time around. (laughs) It's like, I'm going to have to do this again. (laughs) Cause I totally missed that the last time. That's so funny. All those details. Yeah. yeah. I would say I did think of one. um, And this was when my husband and I haven't binge watched shows together in a long time, but we used to binge watch together. And funnily enough, we used to binge watch Sex in the City, which you Love wouldn't that think. Show. Yeah, it was you wouldn't think like, oh, your husband watches that, but he loved it too. We watched it yeah. together. It was so fun. Now, I when you binge days. watch shows together, do do either one of you get upset with the other person if they watch something without? Oh yeah, that's not allowed. <laughs> like that's not allowed at all, right? <laughs> all right, two more questions. So. Uh, is there a song that you have completely memorized word for word and you get really excited about every time you hear it come on? Um, I, I think, yeah, Son of a Preacher Man. Okay. <laughs> Which I learned about when I watched Pulp Fiction years and years ago. And now it's my go-to shower song. I'm always belting it out. <laughs> I love it. All right. I love it. And then that last question that I was going to ask you that I feel like you already sort of answered was 
what would you do if you received a surprise like six hours totally free no home no business no kids no responsibility what would you do in that time Ooh, I'd probably there's a um I'm I'm loosely calling this a beach because beaches in Seattle don't really count because they're just rocks (laughs) but (laughs) in Kirkland which is nearby where I live there's this beautiful waterfront area and I love to just walk down there and just stare out at the water I feel like I could spend a good six hours just right there walking around that sounds like absolute (laughs) heaven and anywhere where like I can hear waves rolling in Mm -hmm. or just Mm -hmm. the sound of water is my happy place. You know, Mm -hmm. my, my dream is to move somewhere close to somebody's ocean (laughs) sometime in the next five years. Like that is, that is my goal in life right now. So I totally get it. (laughs) I totally get it. Well, thank you so much for playing along. I appreciate that. And I think that that was a lot of fun. I do. Um, I (laughs) enjoy getting to know you better myself. So back to a couple of questions and then we'll start to wrap up. Mm-hmm. So when you take on a new Squarespace design client, mm-hmm. what's that process actually like for you? Like start to finish, like what are the big things that um, someone like myself would need to be aware of or pre- prepared for as I'm walking into that process? Yeah. So I work in something called a VIP day, which some people have heard of and some people haven't. So that means I'm condensing the work as much as possible, depending on the length of the the size of the project into one day. So I'm, I'm trying to create, like, if you came to me with a sales page, um, my goal is to get it done in one day. I'm totally focused on you. I'm sitting down for seven hours uh, to work on that. These are sometimes called intensives, but I don't like to say that because then it makes the client feel like it's going to be super intense. They're going to be on the call with me all day. And that's not it at all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the process from start to finish is, um, we have a discovery call and you fill out some information for me. So I know more about your site and your needs and make sure I can help you. And then, um, I will send you information on, um, basically the pre-work and generally from start to finish, you need it at least three weeks. So you want to book three weeks out because I like to give people two weeks to prepare. It's not that it takes two weeks to prepare. It's just people are busy. So I give you pre-work, which is, um, you know, writing your copy. If you don't have a copywriter, gathering up your images, just giving me more information on uh, your brand and the look and feel of things that you like. And that's all gathered inside of a Google doc, inside of a Google folder. And so you have two weeks to work on that. And then we have a one hour kickoff call is what I call it, where we go over all of your pre-work and I make sure nothing is missing. Cause sometimes people don't even start the pre-work till then. (laughs) (laughs) If we get to that kickoff day and you haven't done anything then I'm going to suggest that we move your intensive out a couple more weeks to give you time to do, um, the pre-work, but, um, that's just, it's also an opportunity if, you know, we're talking and, and we're like, Oh, I, I need that logo too. Don't forget to drop that in. And then, then, um, that's usually on a Thursday. And then the following Wednesday, cause I try to do these just on Wednesdays is the intensive. And so that day I'll, um, 
we've decided on a communication platform. It might be Slack Messenger or Boxer or Facebook Messenger. And that's where we're going to communicate through the day. And I just ask the client to just have their phone nearby so they can be available for really fast responses and feedback. Uh, Cause the speed of your response and the decisiveness is going to help us get more done in the day. If, if a client is, you know, hemming and hawing about a paragraph at the top of the page and we spend four hours on that, then we are not going to get you know, the sales page done in one day and we'd have to right. add another day or another half day. So I ask that um, people just be super decisive and so I'll let you know when I'm starting and then um, just, you know, chugging away on the site during the day. Sometimes there'll be sort of an intermission in the middle. I might not be working real time because kids <laughs> and virtual mm-hmm. school and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'll give you a couple checkpoints during the day to I'll send you images or let you log in and look at things and give me feedback. And then I wrap it all up and generally the asset handoff, like if I have to give you files or anything like that, or video walkthroughs, I would give you the following day. Um, but at the end of your day, you still have another hour of edits or feedback to do like within the next couple days. So I like to let people sleep on it after I've delivered, um, and then come back to me with basically a bullet list of, you know, fix this, 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 and this, and then I'll pop in for an hour and I'll fix those things. And then, um, it's all wrapped up. Oh, and payment, you can pay, I don't, this might change, but you can pay in full upfront or you can pay half upfront and then um, half on the intensive day. Gotcha. Yeah. That sounds great. And so normally is it, are you able to, to do a single sales page in, in one day or multiple pages in a day? How does that usually yeah, that's a, that's a great Way question. Oh, I also, I forgot to say you get 30 days of email support afterwards too. So if, if you need me to like record some loom videos to show you how to do things, I can do that. Um, yeah. So sales pages are kind of a tricky beast because they, they require a lot of strategy. They're almost like a website that's squeezed onto one page and there's a lot of pressure on the sales page. So, um, I have a, basically a template um, in, in my copy doc of like the sections that you need. And if we follow that structure and we don't add a whole bunch more sections, then generally I can get it done in a day. But, um, and for most of my clients, I've been able to get it done in a day and one took a day and a half cause hers was extra long. Um, but then for general website work, Usually for those, I can do two to three pages in a day because there's just, there's less content and the um, functions of the pages are, are a little bit different. So there's less tweaking and nuances. With like payment buttons and moving from section to section, that sort of thing. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Well, that has helped me a lot. And so I'm not exactly sure when this particular episode will go live, but just out of curiosity, how far in advance are you? I know you said you like to give people two to three weeks beforehand, but how Mm -hmm. far in advance are you now like taking clients? Like if I, if let's say for instance, if I wanted to totally switch my WordPress Site right now, which you know, I, I don't because I just spent a ton of time doing WordPress or doing my site. But, like, mm-hmm. let's say that I did, 
Like if I wanted to book today, would I be looking at a spot three weeks out or would I really be able to, would, would I really have to wait a little bit longer than that based on your schedule right now? Right now it'd be pretty, you'd be pretty safe at just three weeks okay. out. That's good to know. Yeah. So that, listen, you guys, for those of you who are listening, um, this we're interviewing right now, we're in the middle of March, but um, I, I think that this interview will drop pretty soon. So if it's something that you're interested in, you want to definitely get in contact with Sarah as soon as possible. Um, if you're looking for a new site, if you're getting ready to launch a new service and you need some, you know, some fresh content or, or fresh pages uh, to go along with that launch, you definitely want to reach out to Sarah as quickly as possible to get in her um, get on her calendar. And so that brings me to <laughs> how do we connect with you uh, online, Sarah? Yeah. Um, so my website is definitely a good place to go that will have links to everywhere else. So that's sarahdesign.com and that's Sarah with an H. Um, but I love to spend a lot of time on Instagram and connect with people there. I'm very welcome to DMs. You can DM me too before you book a discovery call. If you're like, I just have some questions first. I'm totally open to that. And that's at Sarah Design Agency on Instagram because Sarah Design was taken ages ago by somebody else. <laughs> How dare they? I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Sarah Design Agency on Instagram and sarahdesign.com mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, for your website. And that has information on the different packages and things that you make available, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty simple that you'll see yeah. when you get to the page. <laughs> Thank you. This has been so awesome. Thank um, you. I've learned so much and you have definitely given me food for thought <laughs> on a couple <laughs> of different projects, to be honest. And, um, and I'm sure that the folks in our audience um, agree with me when I say that um, you've really helped us understand a lot more everything from what UX actually means <laughs> to uh, can we, you know, as accountants, bookkeepers, tax pros, money coaches, can mm -hmm. we use a beautiful site that, you know, is, it is available in Squarespace versus really like beating our head against the wall on sites, you know, that, that live on WordPress, um, you know, so that has, it's, it's just been great. I appreciate your time so much. Oh, I thank really you so do. much. I had a great time. This was really fun. It was, it was. Thank you so much for joining me. And um, you guys, you know where to find us um, on the, for the podcast. Um, every week we bring you great content. This series is the tech series. So we're going to be bringing you even more tech specific content um, over the next several weeks. So be sure to join us for next week's episode. As always, be proactive, be productive, be profitable. We'll see you next week. And thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other money pros just like you find the show and learn too. And if you want to hear more from me, follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels and subscribe to my newsletter at sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter to get regular updates on what's happening in my world, weekly business development tips, and personal lessons I'm learning that can help you too. Again, that's sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter. 
That's it for this week. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. See you next week.